What is up, everybody? This is Killer K-Rail, and you're listening to Healthy Adult Fitness Podcast. That is the HAF Podcast. And my assistant and business partner is right next to me. And who would that be? Hey, I'm Jill Molshaw. <laughs> that sounds a little like Wolfman Jack. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We have a really actual really fun podcast for you today with five tips for building a user-friendly home gym. And the reason we're bringing this into creation today is because we continually get asked questions out on the street about certain things. And we just simply harvest the information of questions we get from people and then we deliver them into the form of a podcast. And one of the things that we've had lately that's a hot topic is, Hey, K-Rail. Hey, Jill. I'm trying to build a home gym. What do you suggest I get? We hear that question a lot. Just like, you know, are crackers bad for you or is white bread bad for you? Well, we're not going to talk about crackers or white bread today, but we're definitely going to talk about five smoking gun tips on how to create a home gym. So, Jill, let's start off with point number one. Point number one, guys, you need to pick your space. Okay? So, think about your home and think about your space because that's the whole thing with a home gym. You want to make sure that instead of doing a 15-minute drive in either direction, having to pick out clothes to go where to the gym, no, you're saving that time and you're building a small space in your house that you can, it could be small, it could be very large too, that you can get your workouts done at home. Oftentimes, making it so you can work out six to seven days a week versus maybe just those two to three days a week. Yeah, and you have to also factor in, I'm gonna get off topic here just for a split second. We've been having massive traffic issues here in Park City. Over the past, um, well, I'd say the past five years, it's been getting worse and worse. This year is ridiculous, it's off the charts, and it's only gonna get worse because they're putting this huge building in, or they're trying to, I think, at the base of one of the ski resorts, and we foresee that as happening. If you live in a town where that is starting to happen, or you notice the fact that there's a lot of traffic, Just think of the convenience factor in your mind of having a home gym as well. If you're looking to make changes and you want to build a home gym, you got to think of it that way. It'll be super convenient for me to just roll right down out of bed in the morning, not putting on makeup or mascara, not putting on a headband or bandana if you're a dude because you don't want to make up your hair and go to the gym and fight and everything. You just go right into your gym and go. Put that sucker in a convenient location where you're going to eyeball it every single day. Exactly. Right? So this is it. Picking your space, guys. Making sure that space is going to be your dedicated space. I'm going to call it sacred because it is going to be that one space dedicated for just exercise, okay? So you're not gonna have to move the tools in, move the tools out, right? Yeah. One of those things to pick your space and make that space user-friendly is natural light. Okay, natural light is going to be really stimulating for the eyes. Um, If you do not have natural light in this area, making sure you have good halogen lighting. Now we all remember those big like stand up tall lights from college, right? That clicked on. The amount of light you can get out of those lamps is amazing. It shines up onto the ceiling and it really reflects, right? So anything you can do, if you can't do natural light, make sure you have some really good bright lights. Bright lights will stimulate the eyes. Um, you know, another thing when Kevin and I were putting this this podcast together is we wanted to make sure when you're picking your space that it's not annoying for your other family members, right? If you're living with other people, you're living with children, you're living with your partner, make sure that you're not picking a space that let's say is also occupying space for the family office. Yeah, because that could that could run you could run into a few problems there. First of all, you're blocking the space of said other parties who need the space to do activities like schoolwork, homework, balancing a checkbook, doing any kind of work or what, whatever have you be. But also, you don't want to take away your own time. Because if you're in a spot where it's like mutually utilized and you're trying to get a beefcake, 20 minute beefcake workout in and you only have 20 minutes and 10 minutes later someone comes walking in there and they start asking questions and say, can you move this, can you, can you move that? You all of a sudden have a conflict of interest and you're butting heads. 
You don't want that to be the case. But also on the other side of the coin, you don't want your home gym to be in such an inconvenient location that you're not gonna utilize it. If right. it's on floor number three. If it's on floor number three and you're like, oh, I have You're on floor pee. number one, yeah. And you have to go down to floor number one. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to go down to floor number one to pee, and you're probably not going to go back up to floor number three yep. to finish your workout. Exactly. And if you happen to walk past the kitchen and there's like a bowl of mixed nuts on your on your counter on your table yeah, that you look really good, you start snacking anymore, and you're going to defeat the purpose. You're going to go to eating instead of working out, and that's going to be the end of the game. But, and you know what? Some of you are probably going, eh, "Is that really going to happen?" Yes, it is going to happen. We've seen it. It's going to happen. Our very own eyes. Yes. Yes. I mean, it even happens when I do go to a gym and I stop to take a bathroom break. It completely blazes my motivation really? of what I was doing right mm -hmm. you kind of get into the flow of things um and stepping back into the flow you want to just make sure when you get into that space you're dedicating 20 30 45 minutes even 10 minutes five minutes a few times a day for just exercise yeah. um okay so when it comes to picking your space you know one of the things uh we wanted to mention too is that you might have a good amount of extra space in your house let's say you don't you have an extra bedroom mm -hmm. that just doesn't get used or let's say you're building a whole new house and you're trying to think about what might be a good space. Guys, go as big as you can. Yeah, I always say it depends on your budget, really. I mean, you can go small and mediocre, like, I don't know, what was that car back in the 80s? The Yugo? The you can La go The Lacar? Oh, you remember the Lacar? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the Lacar, I remember the Yugo, and uh, what was that other one? The Renault. The Renault, Renault Alliance, remember yeah. those? So you can go like as small and compact as a Yugo, basic, and I mean, I don't even think those things had radios, if I'm not mistaken. And you can have a space that's 10 feet by 10 feet or something like that. Or if you want to really go hardcore, you can clear a whole room out and have a 20 by 20 foot space. And if you're factoring this into the building of a gym, if you're building a home or you're doing a remodel and you say, I want to have a gym in here, my suggestion is ceiling height is always my biggest thing. Because I like to swing in clubs. Mm -hmm. I like to like, I like to put apparatuses that I can hang from there, pull up bars, TRXs, and stuff like that. Even and, just jumping with your arms up and jumping head. And jump rope, too. Yeah, and jump rope. So think in terms of height, ceiling height. That's a, that's a key thing. It's not a make or break with a gym. Don't get me wrong. If you have enough space where you can lie on the ground lengthwise and stand up without your head hitting the ceiling, you have enough space for a gym mm -hmm. when you're building it. If you're building it from scratch, then you have a little bit more latitude on the dimensions and the height and the, the size of the space. So... My personal suggestion is it can be as small as the length of your body when you're laying down and the height of your body from a standing position, or it can be as big as, I mean, you can drive a tractor trailer in it if you can fit it there. Absolutely. So, so that's, I mean, the sky's the limit really, but a, a closet is also your, your smallest limit. You yeah, know, if you totally. have to, if you have to put yourself in a small space, go for it. Okay. This really is a good segue into our next point. Tip number two which is tool selection. And I'm gonna give a little bit of an anecdote here. So we were just on a family vacation in Idaho this past week. And um, it was Idaho- freezing up there, right? Very, very cold. And it's hard for me to leave the house in negative 10 to go drive to a gym, especially when my kids are there and we're on a family vacation. I would much rather use my 45 minutes of actual activity versus 15 minutes in each direction. Mm -hmm. So, okay, this is where space and tool selection come in. I took a, an LL bean bag, and I took 15 pound dumbbells, 10 pound dumbbells, cause we were traveling by car. I took ankle bands, um, the uh, bands with the handles. Resistance bands. Resistance handles, bands, okay, bands. one of each. Um, and I took ankle weights and I took a jump rope. Wow. I was more sore from those workouts that I did in our, in our little tiny TV room in our cabin than I was from doing a whole lot of gym workouts. Wow. Because it had to be creative and it had to be intense. Now, here it is, there's the tool selection. So think about what is the bare minimum of tools that you need? 
Also, think in terms of what are you going to use? The last thing you wanna be doing is looking, go, go into like, let's say you go into your, you know, your Utah home fitness and you're like, oh my gosh, I want that and that and that and that and that. Think about it, are you going to use it at home, yeah. right? Is it something that's really fun and cool to look at in the gym? Or are you going to be wasting your money on things that you're not necessarily gonna use at home? Cause things can be so inexpensive, even if you go to TJ Maxx. So let's think about like- Oh, that's a smoking gun. We should tell them about the smoking gun places where you can find tools. Cause you know, your body doesn't know the difference between a rogue dumbbell and a Joe Schmo dumbbell that no. you get over at freaking TJ Maxx. No, and TJ Maxx has wait is, wait. some of the best exercise equipment I've ever seen. And especially if you go in like three times in that one week and you see the new stuff that they put out. They have dumbbells, kettlebells, ankle bands. Um, I mean, I'm Resistance bands, medicine balls. Um, I've seen gravity belts. Uh, the uh, little Pilates ring that you can yep, put between Pilates your ring. knees. I've seen it all over there. Yeah, they even have like um, they even Stability have like ball. the little uh, lower body ergometer that you can put under your desk. Uh huh. You know, like the little things. pedal things. Yeah. So, guys, when you're thinking about tools, okay, small scale bands. Yeah, like jump ropes, mm -hmm. dumbbells, medicine ball, right, yeah. and a mat. Okay, mm -hmm. make sure you have something comfy to put on the floor if you're working. Let's say you're working out on a hard floor. Okay, yeah. those are some of your like space saving bare minimum tools, right? Then think about this from a from a bigger perspective. If you have room in your house for a piece of aerobic equipment, make sure it's something that you're gonna use all the time. Yeah, absolutely. It's gotta be, we've talked in the past in depth about always doing exercise that you're going to enjoy, that's gonna motivate you. And if you don't like running or jogging or if you got issues with your knees or ankles or hips and impact is against the grain for you, then don't get a treadmill, get an elliptical machine. Get a bike, get a recumbent bike that has a backrest on it. It's nice and comfortable. If you have lower back pain, guess what? Get a recumbent bike. And I'll add something else to that, guys. If you tend to do activity outside in the summertime, let's say you like to run outside in the summer or you like to cycle outside in the summer, it's probably not best for your indoor equipment if you buy that same piece of equipment. So if you're a cyclist, don't get a bike. You're so you're saying diversify then? Diversify, of okay. course. So if you're a runner outside in the summer, don't get a treadmill. You don't want to run 365 days a year. You don't want that, that to be your 100% cardio. Challenge yourself with something different that you're going to enjoy, mm -hmm. but that you're also going to use. So basically a cross training in the aerobic world is what you're saying. Yes. Now I have no problem. I know some of you right now are thinking, yeah, but running is my jam. I do 5Ks, I do marathons and everything, and I need to stay in running shape during the winter and blah, blah, blah. Okay, if that's the deal and it's you're not gonna burn out or get bored, okay, great, Go get a treadmill. Yes. If you're a bi professional bike racer or something like that, or you're trying to get into that circuit, or you're trying to get in like the master's class of bike racing and you've gotta train on the bike, great, do that. But if you're just the average person looking to avoid burnout and you're otherwise healthy and you have no issues with impact or any kind of complications with your body, then we highly encourage you to diversify and that's gonna keep things fun and it's gonna keep you from burning out mentally and physically. But Kevin, when it comes to aerobic equipment, aren't they so expensive? Oh, Jill, it's funny you mentioned that. Because <laughs> we're going back to the, going back to my recent experience lately. I went to Big Five Sports a couple weeks ago and I recognized the fact that they had a whole slew of these cardio machines that like they fold up and put in boxes and you buy them on the spot and take them home. You get them set up in five minutes. That were so cheap. I kept texting Joe. I'm like, oh my God, check this out. There's a, there's a um, Aerodyne bike for like 80 bucks and there's this for 120 and an elliptical and blah, blah, blah. And these things are like, crazy small and they fit in small spaces and they get the job done. Again, your body doesn't they know do. the difference and that's between- that's the thing. When you're building a home gym, think about that. Do you need the $4,000 elliptical that is worthy of having somebody on it 
for 16 straight hours that a gym is open? Or do you need it to be um, bulletproof enough that you can jump on it 45 minutes a day, right? right. Mm -hmm. So something that you don't need a $4,000 elliptical in your mm -hmm. house. If you want it and you can afford it, whoa, Great. go get it. That's fantastic. Yeah. But if you want something you're just gonna use and that is probably going to stand the test of time of what you need it for, by all means. There's also other places you can go. Everybody has a piece of cardio equipment in their house. Most people, I'd say, 60% of the population has a piece of cardio equipment in their house that is a clothes hanger. They <laughs> wouldn't get rid yeah. of it if you ISO'd, if you did an in search of, yeah. on Facebook, I did this for an elliptical, ISO an elliptical machine. I got 20 people in a day it's that crazy. said I have one, I'll give it to you for a hundred bucks. I have a Nordic track elliptical in my house for a hundred dollars. That's amazing. But you know what? You gotta pick it up and haul it away. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Okay. I could hire a truck to come there, pick it up, bring it up, and install it for cheaper than it would be if you bought that same exact elliptical machine. Exactly. Brand spanking new. So, I mean, guys, if you do want, let's say you do like to go to the gym for your aerobic equipment and you wanna do beefcake stuff at home, then just buy your beefcake stuff. If you need a good source of cardio at home, then maybe save your space for something, some cardio equipment, mm -hmm. okay? So really, number one, picking your space. We just talked about that. Make that your sacred space. Number two, tool selection. Only pick the stuff that you're going to use. Yep. And, right? and then add on to it. Yeah. And a lot of these, these cardio machines these days, if you do go the moderately cheaper route, they literally fold up. Like there's treadmills that literally fold up and you could put them in a closet. And the same thing can be said for elliptical machines. There's rowers. like two pieces, rowers, yeah. yeah. You can assemble them in two minutes, you're rowing in, in less than five minutes and you're off to the races and then you could, you could stack it up and put it somewhere under a bed or something like that and you're off to the races, no big deal. Okay. So there's zero excuses on that one. Our third point is convenience. I think we touched upon this a little bit and Kevin was saying, make sure that your space isn't on the third floor, right? Mm -hmm. If you need your, if, if most of your life is done on the first floor, don't put it on the third floor if you've got to like run downstairs. Another thing you can do guys, especially if you have small children, is make sure it's in a space that everybody can kind of gather. And you can like, if you're two rooms away, your kids want to be only in the room you're in, right? Mm -hmm. Come on, we, we know this, right? They will find you, they will <laughs> seek you out. I will find you. I will find you. So maybe your best convenient spot is the playroom. To put a little corner of the playroom so your kids can be setting up trains while you're doing your, your workout area. Maybe the most convenient thing for your workout space is that it has a television. That's true. Right? Maybe you like to live stream things. Mm -hmm. So make sure that spot is convenient. Yeah. And maybe you're a big fan of uh, professional football like I am. And on Sundays, you can be on your elliptical machine, your cardio machine, or you can be doing a whole beefcake workout while watching football. Mm -hmm. You've got zero excuses if if you're a TV person and you're serial watching Netflix all the time. You can serial watch Netflix through the cows come home with a gym in front of you while you're working out. Think about that. That's what I Six hours I in a row. my uh, cooking shows. I there watch my go. cooking shows while I'm exercising. I know that sounds ridiculous. And it does. Purpose, but, but I do. I watch my cooking shows. And I used to be strongly against people at the gym who would be watching television or like reading books and stuff when they're on a machine or a treadmill or something. But I've changed my ways over the years and I will totally admit it. And I'm like, if that's what it takes for you to work out and exercise, I am all for it. Just make sure your posture is good. That's my only, mm -hmm. my only suggestion. Don't hunch. Always sit up tall. If you're reading a book, that's fine. If you're walking on a steep incline on a treadmill and you're watching something or reading a book, just make sure you have good posture. I don't care. If that's what it takes for you to, to work out and motivate you, then do it. And I'm gonna add one more piece to this too. And this isn't really a convenient factor. This is more like a um, motivational factor, I'm gonna call it. Make sure that you have implements in the room that are off to the side that are gonna give the room good chi. I'm gonna say like, remember with the lava lamps we used to have as children, mm, yes, Jill? Yes, the lava lamps. Okay, if you have like this cool, like I love disco balls. 
And someday I aspire to have a disco ball in the home gym that I am going to create. Have a disco ball in your gym. Have a lava lamp in your gym. Have really cool pictures on the wall. Have pictures of people that you want to look like or people that have inspired you in the past. Have you pictures like Bruce Lee and Napoleon buy... Hill and like all these inspiring people. Absolutely. And you can, I mean, those just looking at that will give you that visual motivation and yes. it makes a difference. So you can also buy these great, um, they're, they're peel and stick mm -hmm. um, sayings that you can put on your wall. That's awesome. Right? And I yeah. have one in my gym right now and I look at it every day and I swear when I'm ready to quit my workout, if I'm quitting it early, I will look at it and it will get me to stay. And it says, don't wish for it, work for it. Nice. And you can pull it off, yeah. right? So it's not like you're ruining a wall. It's just like a, it's a peel and stick. Mm -hmm. And any sort of motivational, even if it's brief, if it's your yoga space, mm -hmm. guess what? Put something on the wall that says breathe. Yes. Remind you to breathe. Yeah, that's another thing. You just put pictures of motivational quotes and stuff on the wall, or you can even put decals on the wall. It right. depends. If, if the room is like all yours to use, just go ahead and trick it out. Yeah, you can put back. your vision board. If you make yeah. big vision boards, you can just prop vision your vision boards. board right there. Yeah. Okay, guys, we've done picking your space, tool selection, and the convenience factor. Next, let's move into one of them that I think is probably... The most, the most important. important when it comes to building a home workout space, and that is a mirror. Absolutely. Now, a room is just a room unless it has a mirror in it. Once the mirror is there, A, it's going to reflect off of the natural light or it's going to reflect off of the unnatural light. It's going to make your space look bigger. Mm -hmm. It's going to have you looking in your own eyes, which is going to hold you accountable, and it's going to help you with your form, okay? Why are all gyms tricked out with mirrors? For that reason. Yeah, it's to look at your form. It's not to look at your, your guns or your abs or anything like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what it takes to motivate you. But the big picture is this. People are intimidated sometimes with all the mirrors in gyms because they think people are staring at them, they think people are gawking at them, and they think other people look in the mirror too much at themselves and they're egotistical. Well, guess what? The only way you would know that is if you're staring at somebody. So don't, mur don't mind anybody's business when you're at a gym except your own. Now, if you're at home and you've got a mirror, or you've got, you set up mirrors in your workout space, you can do whatever the heck you dog, you dog on, please. You can look at your guns, you can look at your triceps, you can do posing, you can look at your abs all you want until the cows come home and no one's gonna judge you because it's your space. And you can feel totally comfortable doing it and no one's gonna be looking at you either. But in the big picture, the main purpose of having mirrors, and we highly encourage them, is to look at your form and look at your technique. And it's also going to double your space visually. Absolutely. It's going to make your home gym space look a lot Bigger. Yeah, it like adds a new dimension to it. It does. Like it's a like there's no fourth wall there. It's just like boom. It's like yeah. another tunnel or something like right. that. Right. It's like why did the mirror become so popular? That mirror thing that the uh that who put it out? Oh the, the mirror lemon people the, put out. Yeah. What was the name of that? Tonal, isn't that it? No, it's it? just called the mirror. It's called the mirror? Yeah, it's called the mirror. Yeah. And you know what? It became super popular because that's all it is. It's a mirror. And when you think <clears> of the gym, gym, you think about a mirror, right? Yeah, true. There's no gyms out there <laughs> without mirrors. Yeah. So if you are creating your user-friendly home gym space, put a mirror in there. You can get a floor, you can get a full-length mirror at Walmart, prop it up against the wall for about $12.99. Yeah, totally. And they do not need to be super expensive. Let's go back to the Facebook yard sale pages, which I think every town in the world is safe to say has yes. them nowadays. You can punch in mirrors, you can punch in full body mirrors, you can punch in fitness equipment too. We didn't talk about getting your fitness equipment from there. That's another smoking gun. You can find any kind of fitness equipment. Even with nowadays, the things have changed. People are going more to, to a home-style workout facility. There's still tons of stuff out there. Do your search engines on your local market for all this stuff we're talking about, for fitness tools, for mirrors, for feng shui stuff, medicine balls, yeah, all TRXs, of it. TRXs, suspension trainers, all yes. this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, number five, which is a, 
about as important as a mirror, okay? Mm -hmm. And that is music. Yes. Really, come on. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, when I am at the gym and I'm watching people work out, either on cardio equipment or doing their beefcake type stuff, mm -hmm. the people who have music in their ears work out at a higher intensity than the people who don't. Now listen, Great. just like what Kevin said, going back to what Kevin said, if it's gonna take you, if, if that's what's gonna motivate you is to watch an hour long program while you're walking on the treadmill and that's what you love to do, do it. But if you're thinking about the fact that you might need to raise your intensity to start getting the goals that you want, music is the way to go. Put yourself together an amazing playlist. Just get on anything. Get on Apple Music. Get on Amazon Music. Spotify. Spotify. And just Pandora. type in like, Pandora. you know, 1990s workout, workout music. It will keep you at that level that's going to keep you excited. It's going to keep you motivated. And I would imagine that people on cardio that are listening to the right music are working at 20 to 30 beats per minute higher than people who are not. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter really um, about the beats per minute. You don't have to get as complicated or fancy as beats per minute and stuff like that. Like there isn't, they used to do in the aerobics classes of the eighties, but just anything at all can motivate you as long as it has a beat to it. And there's, there actually have been studies done on this and the effect of music having on your physical fitness efforts in the gym and your exertion of energy. And I'm, I couldn't stress it enough. And you know, I put a post on Facebook a couple years ago about, I was asking people, what's your favorite music oh, to listen to? Yeah. And I had so many haters on there. Music is stupid when you're working out. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, whoa, chill, man. It's stupid if you're like on a ski run and you've got, and you're, you're blasting music and it's making it unsafe for everybody, right? Yes. You're on a mountain biking trail. You're, you decided that you were going to carry your little pocket boom box on a trail where it should be quiet, mm -hmm. right? For heaven's sake, Now, when yeah. it comes to doing like home gym workouts and doing, um, and doing your own personal type stuff, get your, I mean, kill two birds with one stone. Think of yeah. how good your soul feels when you've heard a song that you haven't heard in a long time and it made you feel good, right? Yeah. So, you so have, you're killing two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. You're making your body feel better and you're rejuvenating your soul. You have two forms of endorphin release right there going on. You've got physical fitness and then you have the ability of the music to do the same thing for you. By themselves, they can do that. Combined together, two plus two all of a sudden equals five, which is called the synergistic effect. So... Factor in, if you want, when you're, if you're building a gym from scratch, factor in putting a sound system in, is what I'm getting at. Or make sure you have a, a spot where you can put a nice Bose speaker, speaker or a Bluetooth exactly. speaker and just or rip just it. Or just your earbuds. Yeah, you're just anything having is fine. Your earbuds. Yeah, but anything to have, even if it's if you're utilizing a space with a TV, you can get music through your TV. Yeah, there's you have a thousand channel yeah, options Yeah, there's a thousand nowadays. channel options. So just yep. making sure you have some sort of audio Audio stimulation, okay? Yes. <laughs> That's what we will like break it down to. It's audio stimulation. Okay, guys. Let's recap. Number one, pick your space, okay? Make sure that it has some good natural light. If not, it's well lit. It's not annoying for all the other family members, okay? Number two, tool selection. If you can go big, go big. If you have a big budget, go big budget. If you have to keep it simple, think about some really um, small ticket item tools. Like um, like you just said, like that pack care package you took to Idaho yeah. last week with your family. Exactly. Resistance bands, small dumbbells, um, uh, fitness loops, and... Anything that's like collapsible and easy to put into a bag, you can put it in a big duffel bag and throw it in a closet and then Absolutely. your gym, pull it out and there your, there's your gym. Exactly. Your gym is in a backpack. Convenience. Make sure your space is convenient, that it's not on the third floor if most of what your life does is on the first floor. Right. Make sure it's something you're going to walk by, that it's not hidden in the house, right? You're going to walk by, it's going to stimulate you to want to exercise. Yep. Okay, number four, make sure you have a mirror in there. Okay, yes. there's a reason why gyms are donned with mirrors. Make sure you have a mirror in there. It does not need to be expensive. And the last but not least, get some audio stimulation. There you go. That's it in a nutshell. Bing, bang, boom. Five key tips. 
If you have any questions or comments, hit us up. You know where to find us. And always think positive and don't let the detractors bring you down. It's that simple. Till next time, this is Killer K-Rail. Jill Mulshan. And this is Healthy Adult Fitness Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.